0: Welcome to the 2SER Book Club, where every week we open up a new book and help you discover something to read, no matter what your taste. Here's Andrew and Tess. Andrew, good morning. Hey, morning, Tess. How are you? I'm great. I believe you are taking us back to Paris this week. I, I am. I am. Yes, I'm ready. I am after a fashion. Today, I have a fascinating and beguiling novel of Australia and the world. It is A Sand Archive by Gregory Day. Uh, and before we get to, before we get to Paris, before you pack your bags, (laughs) a sand archive begins in Geelong, uh, where we have an unnamed narrator who discovers a slim volume on dune stabilization by an engineer, F.B. Herschel. Now, this unassuming book quickly transfixes our narrator with its blend of carefully observed statistics and poetic flourishes. When Herschel himself visits the narrator's bookstore in Geelong, they begin a brief uh, friendship that inspires a search for the true Herschel following his death. Now, piecing together his life from diaries, we're transported between 1968 Paris, the Paris 1968 student riots, the French Atlantic coast, and the stifling Victorian public service. Oh, good. (laughs) Um, now, in a sand archive, it is as much of an enigma as its antagonist, F.B. Herschel, or its protagonist, depending on how you want to look at this. <laughs> in, in 1960s Geelong, we discover a man stifled by his upbringing and the conservatism of his world, but inspired by the task of discovering a way to stabilize and ensure safety for travelers on the dune areas surrounding Victoria's Great Ocean Road. Diving deep into the fluid dynamics of sand may sound like a hard ask, but in the hands of day, uh, the movements and the shaping of the dunes across time, moulding and forming with the elements, become an allegory of our own existence. So, unable to satisfy his research in Australia... F.B. Herschel has to travel to France and consult with experts. He lands on the cusp of the May 1968 uprising, where students and workers took to the streets, shutting down the country and agitating for social and political change. Uh, Herschel, while he's there, Herschel meets Mathilde, entering into an affair that sees them both try to understand their purpose and perhaps what it is that they're running away from. On the on the surface, so on the surface, we have this story of escape and return, with Herschel leaving the confines of Australia and his Australian existence for a world that offers knowledge and experience. And it would be perfectly fine to read a Sand Archive thus and celebrate a story of a unique and underwritten part of the country. And look, I I absolutely confess that it was Geelong, the, the Geelong setting, that drew me to the book because I love that part of the world. Um, I have family down there, and I spent you know part of my childhood every year in Geelong, and it really is a part of the world that you don't get a lot of stories out of. You really don't, do you? And when you know, you'd mentioned last week, you know, we might be we we'll be speaking about Paris again, I was like, oh, yes, Paris. And then when you'd sort of said, we're starting off in Geelong, mm. it's a pretty intense contrast. It really it really is. Geelong is such a wonderful city. Um, it could have been Melbourne. Like, so the, Geelong could have been the major, the major port and perhaps, you know, going back 100-plus years uh, around the time of invasion, it could have been the centre of, uh, really, the Victorian economy. Um, but look, I mean, going forward, a, a Sand Archive, you can read it as a story of, of Geelong and this one man, but it's so much more than, than the sum of its parts. With Herschel's arc through the novel leading to a revolution of thought that transforms his understanding of the world. And so a key idea of the, of the novel is a slogan that was borrowed from the revolutionary graffiti that adorned the streets of Paris in 1968. Pardon my French here. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Sous la Pave la plage. Uh, beneath the street lies the beach. And this simple image is emblematic of the ways in which humankind overlays nature with the trappings of culture, In the Paris of 1968, cobbles were torn up by protesters and hurled as weapons against police, revealing sand underneath that was used to obviously get them to sort of lay flat and stay stable. Um, And the stripping back of the built infrastructure is paralleled in the stripping away of polite social acquiescence to state oppression. In his own way, Herschel in turn has to strip away his own polite socialisation and challenge the edifice of conservative authority that he serves back home in Australia. Very, they paved paradise, put up a parking lot type situation. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I guess, yeah. It's, it's very much just the ways in which, both physically and metaphorically, we take on all of these different trappings. Whether it be, you know, we, we build. On natural landscapes, or we adorn ourselves from the clothes we wear to the ideas that we subscribe to, uh, and it, it, it very much it, it overlays our true nature. So a, a, tr- a sand archive is a trove of this sort of visual splendor and philosophical depth. The scope of its inquiry takes in our responsibility to the natural world and the futility of attempting to control it, the ways in which culture both liberates and confines us as we move through the world. And the wrong-thinking arrogance of assuming that the culture we call our own holds primacy over any others. Um, I, I, look, I Obviously, I can't do these ideas justice in a short review, and I doubt any listener would want me to try. This is a novel that I thoroughly recommend, and I thoroughly recommend that you devour it in your own time and examine your own I- reaction to these ideas. It sounds really, really cool. I'm quite deep. It's it's very it's very interesting we it it's has a you know a, a fairly typical three arc structure where we begin in Geelong, we are taken to Paris and then we return to Geelong in that sort of great ocean road region and what we are actually watching is this revolution of thought that is centered on f. b Herschel but very much uh the reader is taken up along with and I found myself having moments of oh my gosh, you know this is this is revelatory, and really, what we're examining is fluid dynamics of sand and, and dune stabilization. But what that actually means, um, there are some amazing ideas. I haven't even talked about the ways in which this engages with ideas of invasion and the the incorrect assumption of nullius That um, I mean, it's a, a legal a legal fiction that has been put on this country that we're still coping with and coming to grips with, but it it engages with the ways in which Indigenous cultures overlaid the land and this wrong thought that somehow even though people lived here, that they were, um, you know, s- sort of stateless beings who lived in a, st- uh, lived in this state of non-existence. They- but culture existed and they were managing and tending the land much in the same ways that we attempt to do just very badly, you know, <laughs> introducing yeah. these European crops. Um, all of this is in a sand archive for, for those, willing to, to dig for digging in the sand. <laughs> Bottoms. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I jumped the shark with the review there, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, all good. You've been listening to the 2SER Book Club. We record on Gadigal land of the Eora Nation at 2SER's Broadway studios in Sydney, Australia. The show is produced and presented by Tess Connery and Andrew Popel. And a big shout out to Michaela Savage for graphic design and artwork. If you're enjoying the book club, why not subscribe and get new episodes delivered straight to your phone every week? If you want more books, you can tune into Final Draft or subscribe to Final Draft Great Conversations Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts. To keep up with everything happening at the station and discover more stories, ideas and music, follow us on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. Just look for at 2SER.